0: Instead of going to college, I went down to Costa Rica. Um, and I just lived with a bunch of programmers for a while, um, traveling around. And um, it was amazing. Like it changed, that, it was a life changing experience. experience.
1: First episode today. I have here today Max. Max is one of the co-founders of iClub. Club. Hi, Max. Thanks for joining me today. Oh,
0: hey. Um, it's nice to nice to meet you face to face. Um, actually, really quickly, I, I'm not a co-founder. I I did go to to high school with Zach Lotta,
1: but my official title is not co-founder. Oh, my bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I, no sweat. I want really more. I want, I'm so excited to have you here today. Honestly, um. Uh, I, we created this podcast to really get to get the more really learn what makes Hack Club Hack Club and just really learn more about Hack Club story. Talk about different experiences people have while while in Hack Club and I guess I I think it's really awesome with what you all made with Hack Club. Because so I I wanna first of all say thank you on behalf of everyone in the podcast channel. Um, we all really love what you're really working on with the hack club and the entire team so thank you for that and uh i guess you didn't really start i i think the best way to start is really talk about you for a second i want to know more about really a short intro about you or something that you want to tell to everyone
0: yeah totally well actually first off I, I just want to say thank you for putting this together i you know we were chatting before we started recording this but um uh i think it's so awesome that you just said like this is gonna be a thing, and now it's a thing. Um,
1: oh, was, I feel like it was so confusing because it, it was so simple. Like I posted a, I posted a message on lounge, and then I posted a message on HQ, and then wow, like oh wow, it says fun, and then I posted yeah. it the community, and like oh, this is more confusing. Sorry, community, I just <laughs> wanted to say that.
0: Yeah, no, I I just, I mean, I I can really relate to that. Like, I feel like half the things at Hack Club are just like, we say, oh, what if this were a thing? And then we go out and get to like actually build it or make it a thing, which is really fun. Yeah. So for anyone listening who um, doesn't know me, I'm Max. I've been working at Hack Club uh, basically since the beginning, um, and I've been working on each of the major projects. So um, back when we launched our clubs program, I was leading that. Uh, When we first built Hack Club Bank, I was working on that, and I led the team on bank for a little bit. And, you know, we've ordered a train, and I I got to play a role as the conductor. Um, which is also the conductor is not an official title, but I, I got a fancy conductor suit as we were organizing the thing. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of just hopping around between different projects. Uh, I code, so, uh, I'm doing technical work, but in addition to that, I get to work on like human system processes, you know, working with like actual like hack clubbers in the Slack, um, and then my favorite hobby pastime is drawing. I, I I was originally planning to be an artist back in high school before I learned how to code. And
1: um, oh, so I, I still try to I make time for that. that. How different it would be if you're an artist.
0: Exactly. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, I, I, I think actually a,
0: a lot of the experiences are, are kind of the same. Um, you know, uh, like in art, you, you kind of just like you try and make a thing the way you see it in your head and you know over time like you get better at adapting models and like like having a style and things like that um but you kind of just do whatever like makes sense to do like like it's not like a formula there's it isn't a set rule to make a piece of art um and in the same way like when you're hacking on a project you know there's not a formula to do that it's it's not like you're solving a proof um or like following along with textbook concepts, you're kind of just doing whatever it takes to make a thing into reality.
1: I mean, I, 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 I mean it's in that way, I can relate to that. I feel like, you know, there's both really about an art and coding. there's both like a, a middle point. We're both, we're both trying to be creative. We're trying to figure out something in your mind. Like, hey, so this is my idea. I want to design this. And then at the same coding because you're, you're, oh, my camera's there. Let me just think that. Sorry, yeah. then the same in coding because then you don't imagine how to make this. Okay, what are what are the resources I need? How will I make this? What is the real way of creating it? And it's it's and there's so much work on that. that it's really interesting, especially on the coding side. I honestly love that what you what what everything is going on at Hacklot. All the projects and everything, and I think it's really really interesting that uh how you were able to really. Get Zephyr running everything. So one of the questions I, I I was gonna start a question I had. So one of the people in the community asked this question, and it really gave me. I don't want to ask this because I, I I was thinking the same question. but that how did you get to know Zach in high school and decide to <laughs> decide to start head club?
0: Yeah, totally. Um, so we we went to the same high school, um, El Segundo High School. It's just a, a little like suburb in uh, Los Angeles. Um, we both were like a mile away from the airport growing up. Um, sandwiched right between uh, the airport and the um, uh, oil refinery and the uh, the military industrial complex. So like. At, all, all like heavy fighter aircraft, missiles, and um, that, that uh, everything air force. It, it's well, they were all outside of like there was this one square mile of like little small town America suburbia. That's where we grew up. And if you look over the skyline, you see like the refinery and fires. But inside the town, it was just a bubble of like this is okay. Um, but yeah, it didn't feel like there were a lot of options growing up. Because um, you either work at the, uh, the oil refinery or you work in uh, aerospace. Um, and both of those are nice and all, but uh, it's a little constraining. But I, I was running a, um, a first team, uh, a FRC, first robotics team at my high school. Um, and I was kind of like searching for meaning at the time. Um, I, I had a period in high school where I was like really into art. Um, There was one DeviantArt account that I won't get into details about, Um, as well as, like, creative writing and things like that. You know, I I switched between a bunch of different things I was interested in. And at the time, robotics was, like, my thing. Um, And uh, Zach uh, joined the club as the um, the programming lead. Um, And in addition, he also ran a coding club. Um, so every once in a while, when I could duck out of my club, I'd hang out with him and uh, see what the coding club was doing. So that's how we first met. That was like the first hack club, almost. I was going
1: to say it's so funny that you that you started in a co- in a coding it's club. It's funny
0: that that ended up being like a life, like a, a career a path. I was not thinking about life, that at the a time.
1: Life interaction. <laughs> I guess I'm yeah. all, if you meet someone, just keep on talking, and I'm sorry, continue. I am sure Zach will also say this, but the coding
0: club itself was actually awful. I I think we scared more people away from coding than got into coding. I've checked a couple of my high school friends, LinkedIn's and like none of them ended up becoming coders, but um, it was like a very formative experience for myself. And I, I think, you know, both of us learned a lot from trying to like put that club together and run events. Um, and after high school, I, I was kind of searching for meaning. Um, I I had only recently discovered programming. Zach had kind of been like a, a mentor slash tutor for me. He he got me to like my first hackathon, um, and I was just like, oh my god, what do I do with my life? Um, I like, you know, if I if I talk to like the college counselors at the school, they're just going to be like, go to a UC and get a good job or whatever, and um, you know, my parents are gonna we're like saying another thing like go to these schools, but. And it was, I don't know, there was just all this stress because people were telling me, like, like, you have to get good grades so you can get into a good school, so you can have a good life. But, like, none of that quite added up. Um, And so there was this opportunity that came up called Hacker Paradise. There's a bunch of digital nomads going around the world, just, you know, programmers who could work remotely from anywhere as long as they had, like, a laptop and power and Wi-Fi. And um, they sent an invite to me after Zach Lada recommended me to it. Um, so I instead of going to college, I went down to Costa Rica, and I just lived with a bunch of programmers for a while, um, traveling around. It was amazing. Like it changed. That it was a life changing experience. You know, all of school had been like textbooks, and like you know, there were group assignments. So it was cool that there was some projects, but it was all like, I don't know. It, it didn't quite feel like real. What meant for you? Is, it, is that what I'm trying to say? Yeah, it didn't really feel like it was meant for anyone, though. Um, I mean, well, because it's like, you know, you're working very hard, but like, what are you actually working on? It's not like you create a thing that gets like outputted, you know, that that pile of tests after they get graded, they're, they're going straight into the shredder. Whereas uh, when I was down in Costa Rica, you know, I, I was the youngest person there. I, I was like a teenager and I was hanging out with like 24 to like 35 year olds they were all professional programmers and they were like like super elite like people in their fields and i just got to like chill with them and like play cards and have lunch and like learn about their lives um so it it, i don't know it just felt like so much more real it wasn't like you know sometimes we'd have like professionals come into school and talk about like their profession but like that's not like Sharing a room with one of them and just living with them for a couple of weeks. I guess just to wrap it up, after um, after I had that experience for a little bit, um, I I had kind of been keeping in touch with Zach, and uh, through complete serendipity, Zach had been in touch with one of the other programmers on that trip. Wow. Um, and while they were on a uh, like a Skype call at the uh, the hotel bar, um, I was walking in the background, and he was like, "Wait, is that Max?" Um, so <laughs> later on, he, um, he invited me back up to, uh, or up into San Francisco to work with him. And, uh, so I moved up to San Francisco the next day.
1: Well, that's, that's an interesting story. I feel like that's really about people. I feel like sometimes the choices that people get like on the table, people want that people want people, people want like. Others do follow a certain path, right? Like go to college, get a degree, then get work somewhere in a somewhere somewhere. So, like it's not like you mentioned, it's not for everyone. Some people really don't feel like that's for them. And about I, I, oh,
0: I, I was gonna say I, I I don't even think it's necessarily like a um uh uh this path is for some people. This path isn't for some people. Um, I, I think what. A lot of the college process was for me was realizing that like like actually and, and Kostrigue itself was realizing that like the world isn't like, oh, there's like the these are the institutions, and the elite like like dictate like the rules, and that's how it works, and then like I'm just a, a dumb like regular person it, the world is is made up of people just as like smart and sometimes dumb as myself um. When I was in Costa Rica, you know, like there were these wicked spark programmers who um, were like contributing to languages and and compilers and stuff. And like, I could just talk to them face to face and like I do things that they did. And it was like so cool and down to earth. Um, On the flip side for like colleges, um, you know, I I thought that was like a faceless institution because I I couldn't like being like, you know, like an independent institution. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) it didn't feel malleable at first, but like, uh, I have had a lot more experience working with colleges now, um, both like attending colleges and, um, working with college, uh, administration stuff. And, um, it's like, actually it's just a a whole group of humans. And until like, like you, you can kind of understand that colleges are like this scary, like faceless thing. Um, but I, I think the world is just made up of people like at the same intelligence level as us, you know?
1: I feel, like, I feel like sometimes making something is more fun than actually studying on it or like trying to figure it out. Then I feel like, I mean, like yeah. if you, if, if you, have a, if, if you give a person like a computer and then you give them like a guide and you say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to leave this share with you and leave when you're going to learn, I feel, I feel like they'll be they'll learn more than if you just, if you just make, if you just make them listen to you in a class. Like, it's yeah. like if, you, if you leave, let's say you, you, you leave a laptop with someone and a coding guide and it's okay, it, I wanted to get started with this, read this in your own time and get started. Compared to like as someone actually in like an actual class speaking, I, think, I feel like, I think that's what makes coding so so fun and like um, different is that there's not, a, there's, it's all about being creative, like, right, right? Like trying new things, learning by yourself or by someone, but just getting started with an idea. Especially what you said, like you went to Costa Rica and you got to learn exactly face on face instead of learning from somewhere else. I, I, I could keep rambling about your answer for weeks. So I'm just going to ask the next question, which is, what do you really feel like is Hack Club's vision or impact for students? Like, is there, is there something really specific that Hack Club really tries to do? Um, or is there something that Hack Club really wants to make an impact on rather than other communities out there?
0: I felt like growing up, there was kind of a hole in like the education path that I was i am going to use air quotes here, but like provided, Um, you know, I, I, I I feel like the default world for a lot of people are kind of um, what, what you're told as a teenager is like, you know, go to a good high school, uh, or, or, yeah, go to a good high school, do good at your high school, go to a good college, do good. Well, there, and then get a good job and live a happy life. And I, I think that that's that's awesome when it works. But I think there are, <laughs> um, I, I think there are like missing components to that. And you know, there's kind of this reactionary like, um, oh, you should go out and uh, you know that that's hipster like tech crowd that's like, oh, who needs college? Um, to just do high school and. Get a job and get paid programmer salaries. And, um, but I, I think that's also missing a component, you know, um, like like as as boring as public high school is, how crazy is it that we live in a society? Oh God, I use that phrase. I'm sorry. We live in a world where there's what what is it like 95, 99 percent literacy rate? Like, like, think about that. Like, how crazy is that? like we have a giant distributed like information uh, distribution platform and all of these humans know how to read and write. That is crazy. And I'm so glad we have that. And I I don't want to be like one of the, oh, let's tear down the education system people, because those people aren't thinking about what would the world be like without literacy or like if people didn't understand multiplication and I'm so happy those basic things are like being provided. I, I think the missing component though, at least for myself was like, when I learned something, it was generally because I'd go out and seek it. You have to learn these things or else you're going to get a bad grade. And that means you're a bad person. Um And that's, that's a little negative for me. um I, <laughs> I also think that like trying to go out and teach yourselves something is really difficult when you're into programming, because, you know, if you're into a sport, like you join the sports team, if you're into like physics, you can join like the physics club uh, or like chess, you know, there's chess club. But like for a programmer, you just hop on your laptop, like put up your hoodie and like you just yeah
1: you just started right away yeah that's,
0: it's great because you can get started with it on your own but like that's so sad that's so lonely um i you know like think about the number of people who um who actually know how to code L- like like people in high school who know how to code i, I don't have the latest stats on it um, but me, i think
1: I'm, I'm definitely like maybe 15 percent
0: Okay, no one quote me on this because I'm sure I'm getting the wrong stats and my stats are like four years out of date, but I think 28% of high schoolers knew like basic coding stuff, but even like, less, it's, like it's, 15% it's, had written a line of code.
1: At, at least that, that leaves a lot of people that haven't. Wow. Well,
0: it, exactly. And, and, but, but here's like part of the paradox of that. The way I learned to code was I, I got super frustrated. I, I hopped onto Google and I typed in how to code. And then I learned. So, I, I, and that kind of breaks like a lot of like illusions about like the problems in learning to code right now. Like, a lot of people are talking about like, oh, there's not enough access, uh, like to computers or to, to internet, or like, oh, there's not enough like structured learning around this. There's not enough textbooks or like curriculum. And it's like, I don't know. I, I learned just through having access to Google. And I know that more than 15% of people have access to Google. Um, There's something else going on And, and like one of the assumptions hack club is built on is actually that the missing resource that you need to like learn how to code, or most people need is like, you just need some friends who are also into it. Like chess club, you get to hang out with other people who are into chess. It doesn't even have to be like they're working on the same projects, but like at my first hackathon, just sitting in a room with like all these other people working on these crazy projects. Um, projects that like blew my mind away. I-, I just knew I wanted to build something when I was hanging out with them and around them, and I wanted to like show off something because they were showing off all these crazy things. Um, and I don't know. It's it's I
1: guess the, that, yeah. Like this is just that honestly, it's that coding is honestly all. I, I I know I said this earlier in the episode. It's but I really want to repeat this. Repeat this quickly. I'm like coding is just let people be more creative, like because you. It's it's not like other things where you have to learn learn something. It's it's I mean you still have to to it's not learn coding. or like making stuff. But it's like I don't know, I don't know how to phrase this sentence. Oh, it's okay. Um, I just want to ask you one more question. That's that someone someone from the podcast team wanted to ask. What is something that you did something outside your comfort zone that you're glad that you really did? When when went out of, other than programming and that
0: just to, to make sure I got it. So, um, what's something like, like not coding that I've done that, that was like out of my comfort zone. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Um, I, I feel like every, every time I work on a project with that club, it's like very slightly or at the very least, very slightly, like outside of anything I've ever done before. Um, up until recently, I could not have said I've booked like a train, um, I've ridden on trains and that's great. I've never booked like a train. Um, that whole experience was absolutely ridiculous for anyone who is not aware. Hack Club got a, uh, we booked a private uh, train car and, um, you know, we, we spent like 10 days, we traveled across America and, and uh, just hacked the whole way, um, built projects. Yeah, the, the hackers' effort was the the name of the uh the train line and um i don't know like that that was an absolutely like like ridiculous experience i've never done something like that before but i'm so glad that we did it like or i've organized I've, i've helped organize hackathons before but i feel like with a lot of hackathons you can kind of just um well, hackathons don't move, like, they're in one place. And I feel like this was way more complex. We were in multiple cities. Um, we had uh, multiple different, like, layovers, or I don't know what that's called for trans. Transfers? Um, yeah. And it, it was very difficult, but I'm so happy we did it.
1: Okay, hey, I'm going to love Warren because I would love to keep on talking with you. Though it's, we're almost finished, so I'm gonna let Warren ask the community questions he has. So, Warren, do you want to uh, ask uh, Max some of the questions?
2: Uh, yeah, sure. I'd be very happy to do that. <laughs> okay, so um, one of the first questions was, "What do you envision Hack Club to be like in the future?" So, like, let's say like mm, five years, maybe something like that, around that time frame.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> shoot. That's a really hard thing to answer. I'm I mean, sure yeah, like I, I, I definitely get it. <laughs> right now, with um, uh, like, <laughs> it, like, like, show of hands, who's been asked? Like, what are you gonna do after college? Um, oh, yeah, like, I get which it. Which college like, are you gonna go to? Like, yeah, future
2: is pretty uncertain. You don't really know what's gonna happen.
1: I think I think I'm better fit the question. What do you? What kind of programs been hack club to do in the future like do you you feel like they'll they'll be be doing better than zephyr on that on a big scale like that or do you think like they'll be taking it slowly for the next few years
0: oh hack club is not moving slowly um (laughs) uh, so one of the great but also difficult parts of my role is um hack club has a lot of special projects um you know, it, it's we're not like a regular learn to code nonprofit. Um, it's like I, I get to like do things like, oh, hey, we're building a bank this month. Get in um, <laughs> or like, hey, let's book a train. Um, so I, I think the future of Hat Club is, is definitely following along with the same path of what we're doing, just figuring out what is like the actual meaningful like thing that we can do to add value for, you know, high school and just teenage hackers. Um, But it's hard to turn that into like a specific thing because if you, if you asked us like three years ago, like, Hey, are you going to build a bank? (laughs) I I would not have answered yes to that. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, you know that's one of those things where like if you think about it like really deeply, um, Hack Club Bank is uh, an absolutely incredible platform for like accomplishing our goal. Giving teenagers and and high schoolers themselves like the the ability and the um, the tools that they need to do things in the real world. because by default the, the, the world does not give it to them uh, in a lot of cases in society. You know, you're, you can't sign contracts, uh, you can't open up a bank account. And like, honestly, as soon as you can actually start handling money, um, and I just mean in the legal sense, like you can just do so many things in the same way that as long as you have a laptop, you can kind of just like do it all on the coding and software side. Um, you know, once you have access to like send and receive money, You can kind of just do everything in like the world of atoms.
2: I just, I really, I'm really, I really respect what you guys do. It's really cool how you provide these resources because I've actually been, I've been using Hack Club Bank for one of my projects recently, and I. Oh, that's great to hear. God, thank God it exists, or else it would be very <laughs> painful to execute my project. So I really appreciate it. I really respect what you guys are working on. But um, moving on to thank the you. next questions, um, these are just some fun questions from the community. What is your favorite project that you've worked on in like your like entire career, a uh, career like Hack Club related? I guess.
0: <laughs> that's difficult and that's
2: specifically a, a favorite project for like a career or something um, i was doesn't mean like focus on hack club,
0: hack club. probably okay um
2: I, messed up hmm. the phrasing.
0: I think bank holds a special place in my heart um because it's it's very rare that i get to work with code that impacts something in the the physical world um and i think this is something that is Like, it's always kind of there when we're working on software projects. Um, You know, a website is cool. A website is awesome. um, And like, a website is a real thing once it's up on the internet. Um, But it's, I don't know, maybe like imposter syndrome is the right term for it. Um, Sometimes it can be hard to like convince myself, oh, when I'm I'm building this thing, it's going to have like a real effect on the world. one of the great things about bank is that, you know, it's, it's money. Like it, <laughs> it's pretty real. Um,
1: <laughs> like you can count it and it's, it's also not, not a big, fuzzy thing. It's not, it's not, there's not a fake hackle of money. It's real money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it, it's, it's not,
0: it's, it's, it's very measurable too. So like I've made workshops, you know, for, um, uh like the the workshops are in our curriculum and and that stuff is is awesome because i i know that like that is getting run and it, it's helping people learn to code but it's sometimes hard to like get that idea into my head um, and one of the great things about bank is all the transactions are numbers so i can say exactly how much of an effect it had um in fact you can go to the home page or, or uh i guess Sorry, you know what? There's an admin dashboard. So um, we have some more stats on our side, but you can go to the um, hackclub.com slash the, bank. The, uh,
1: yeah, the demo one. With the yeah, controls. the,
0: the yeah. demo page and the signup page, and it actually shows the number of transactions um, and the amount of transactions. Um, and that's only the stuff we publish. Uh, there's also a, a stats API for bank, which I don't think we've published anywhere, but like it's cool if you use it. Um, you can you can see the the request that our uh, our website makes. Um, and that includes way more details. like you can get chunks from like each month since the beginning of bank.
2: That's neat, all right. One final fun question is Where did you get the inspiration for Hat um, Club's mascot, um, Orpheus? The name <laughs> of
1: the show.
2: <laughs> yes, the question. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. We, we named her so, the Orpheus. Soh. So, that's, I think that's a perfect question.
2: It is a pretty good question.
1: <laughs> yeah, so a- actually, Orpheus is uh,
0: this is the big reveal. Uh, I did not create Orpheus. <laughs> I am. Not, I, I've drawn a bunch of Orpheus, Orpheuses, Orphei. Um, I, I don't know how to pluralize that. Um, but Orpheus is a collaborative project. The, the The initial, like the first drawing of Orpheus, um, came from. Uh, we were living in a hacker house in San Francisco, right on the corner of 18th and Castro, and so it was just a bunch of like hackers, coders, programmers. There was a there's an artist there, um, all living together. I think we had like 11 or 12 people in a, like three bedroom house. Um, it was super cramped. I was living on a beanbag, um, oh my uh, in Zach's room at the time. Oh, wow. And, uh, Zach, Zach asked one of the other housemates to, um, to make a logo for us or like a mascot. And, um, that housemate knew, uh, a Tumblr artist in Japan or a Japanese school teacher who was also a Tumblr artist. Um, And I think they're actually linked from the repo. Um, I think it's, what's their tag, Nathaniel, the alligator. And they draw just the best worst drawings you could ever imagine. It's so gorgeous. Um, And so they they drew that and give us, gave us that little snippet, you know, the um, like the dinosaur that, that can't, look back and um yeah from uh, from there i mean everything's kind of history i i I had a lot of free time so i I drew a lot of the uh dinosaurs in the dinos repo and um ever since then you know everyone's been dumping their own stuff in there (laughs) and especially after the draw dino workshop now you know everyone can can do it even if you haven't Uh, submitted a pull request yet i've been loving seeing all the stuff that people are making there um one of the things that we really want to do at hack club is like everything should be very like editable and hackable and like like you should feel like it's malleable um there are so many things that are not malleable or, or like controllable um around you in the world you know if if you've all had these experiences i just had it during the train i was trying to get like get my uh flight ticket um to fly back from the the train ride um and oh my god that help desk person just made me feel like i had zero control in the world (laughs) and like you know you're all dealing with college applications um and things like that like things that you just don't feel like you have control over Mm. Um, and control comes in like a lot of different ways. Like I didn't feel like I had a lot of control when I applied for colleges. Um, But ironically how I got admitted to a college was I just called a college up and, and they, they flipped my rejection. Um, It was a really wild experience. Um, I I called them up after getting rejection email. And I I said like, Hey, so can I talk to an admissions officer? I, I don't, I, I'm not going to reapply. This isn't like a I'm angry or wrathful or anything like that. I just I want to know what I did wrong when I applied so I can learn how to present myself better in the future. And the the admissions officer pulled up my file, um, read through it and then said, honestly, I can't tell why we rejected you. Um, would you be willing to attend a semester later and I, I can get you in? and um I, I i screamed for a little <laughs> bit while using the phone but <laughs> the good and then i got in they're all, they're regular people you can talk to them you've probably already met someone who works at a college and they're just you know doing their thing um that was the first experience that made college feel malleable like even if i f- couldn't get through on the regular process that they publish like there are humans there i can talk to them it's it's under my control And in the same way with, like, Orpheus, you know, it's cool if we have a fancy, super well-drawn dinosaur uh, as a logo and say people can draw their own, but, you know, no one wants to, like, try and draw, like, something that's really hard to draw and then feel embarrassed. So Orpheus has to be badly drawn, because that makes it malleable. Anyone can draw Orpheus. Well, I want to
1: thank you. I I honestly wish that I could talk to you for another 30 minutes. Towards... Sadly, <laughs> we were starting with friends. So that's that. So I really want to thank you for joining um, everyone on the show today, everyone who joined during the call. Uh, I'm sorry, they really loved. Um, I don't want to say that on um, behalf of everyone that we really love uh, that you were, you were to join us. And uh, I don't want to say that, but one last thing is that um, I really love what Hack Club is doing and I think I guess this podcast is a chance to really talk to new people and I really want to know about what is Hack Club's future going to be, what are the experiences people have in Hack Club and thank you for being part of the first episode, the pilot of the yeah. podcast. So it, it wasn't perfect, it still needs to work, though once again, thank you for really being here on the show today, it was really awesome and I'm going to keep around Lusso. I'm done now. Uh, yeah, that's it.
0: Thanks so much for inviting me. This was this was a blast.